Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today on Money Month, it is Paralysis by Analysis. Ooh, and Paralysis by Analysis can cost you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. It can cost you financial advisors who will refuse to work with you. I tell you what, <laughs> Mike, give me one more mortgage approval. I promise you I'll do something this time. So, Mike, what is paralysis by analysis? Yeah, cool. Um, it's a bit of a psychological phenomenon where an individual becomes either so overwhelmed by the abundance of information and choices that they can make where they don't do anything or they spend so long analyzing all of these different choices that they never end up doing anything and they just miss the market. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings at the moment, if you're waiting for the perfect opportunity, the moment has passed. Yeah. Uh, by that, I mean hindsight is a beautiful thing where everything becomes really obvious mm. but paralysis by analysis is say for example we're looking at property um i have hundreds of thousands of properties that i could purchase and maybe i should buy this one over this one because this one maybe there's a development coming next to it or there's a school opening or the rental yields two percent cheaper or the real estate agent told me x or y but then this one over here, but then maybe another one will pop up that will make mm. my requirements better. And you sit on the sideline, you run numbers, you run numbers, you run numbers, and you never pull the trigger. Yeah. And we've heard like almost every story in the book uh, for paralysis by analysis. No, um, apparently in like 20 or like, uh, what was it like? I feel like 200 years from now, this is potentially going to be a floodplain. So I don't want to buy a house here. Um, you know, like I've, I've heard everything. Yeah. <laughs> like I, just, I watched a YouTube video. On oh this. yeah. 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 And like, you know, a lot of the time it's a couple of things, right? It's fear of failure. Um, so the fear of making mistakes and losing money. So they overanalyze every single detail and, you know, it's just that decision-making never happens. Um, you know, it can be the overemphasis on perfect timing. Like you talked mm. about where like, no, no, I'm not quite in this Goldilocks zone where everything hits. Uh, you know, it, there's a ton of reasons why this is triggered in people. Some people are just engineers, um, <laughs> teachers, and, and and you know just love another spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the big the big thing with opportunity costs is I know a lot of dumb people. Right? Mm. They're rich. Do you know why they're rich? They just do stuff. Yeah. They buy assets. They kind of do a bit of due diligence. Go, yep, this kind of makes sense to me, and they do it. Mm. Now. Are they going to fail from time to time? Yeah. 100%. Because the thing about failing, if you never do anything, you're never going to fail. But if you do enough things, at some point you're going to fail, but you're going to learn, and then your probability of success oh, is going to be higher. I have a great quote uh, for that, but it's from like a poetry book. I'm not going to do that. Do you want to do it? Nah, nah, nah. nah you I'm sure? Good. Yes. Okay. Um, so there's, there's that whole piece around, I'm never going to do anything. Um, sorry, with the dumb rich people. They've done stuff over time. And they've created wealth just by continually pulling the trigger. I know the smart people where I've tried, I've begged them, please do something. Mm. And I can't get them to pull the trigger, which means they are in a position where they have, they're not dependent on assets growing over time. They're focusing on just saving. And we've got this great, um, great kind of stat where pretty much over 20 years, if you do not get your capital to work and you just save, 
you have to save three times as much money as the people that put their money to work. Yeah, and that three times as um, as much money is actually when we when we present this to people in our in our webinars and our courses. Um, you know, there's different investing styles that we look at. It's Peter Perfect, who invests on the best day every year. Ashley Action, who just takes action now. Someone who does dollar cost averaging. Um, and then really the two interesting ones there are, you know, uh, the person who invests on, the, invests on the worst day every year and then the person who does nothing. Mm. And you need to save three times as much to be on par with the person who invested on the worst day every year for 20 mm. years because time fixes most financial mistakes. Yeah. And look, we're not saying don't take any due diligence. Oh, I you, am. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go. Um, you need to understand what you're investing into, what are the risks of doing it, if there's something you're better that you can do. But the problem with due diligence is if, if you're that kind of person and you kind of need to be aware of what kind of person you are and how you make decisions and, mm. and kind of what are your triggers. But if you do not pull the trigger, you'll, um, you can end up in the DD yeah. phase forever. Just losing time yep. yeah, and missing and, opportunities. Yeah. And that's the big thing, right? The risk isn't what if I do something and something slightly better comes along? The risk is what if I do nothing mm. and say over a decade, I, you know, because it's not just that, you know, that investment property or investing into these shares or buying into your business or starting a business or whatever. It's the opportunities that are created over the back of that as well. There's the snowball creating more and more yeah. wealth over time. So the risk can be, you know, potentially millions of dollars by you never getting started and all, and just staying where you are. Yeah, 100%. So if you think, well, maybe this sounds a little bit like me and maybe I need to overcome this. What are some ways we can do this? Look, first one, like we always come back to, just set clear investment goals. You know, they've got to be smart. You know, that just not a goal of I want to invest in property. You need a proper goal, you know, that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. We know this. This is not complicated stuff. It is going to help you get over that um, paralysis by analysis. Yeah, that's a good chart. Is like having the goal will mean you'll have to pull the trigger or you're not going to be able to achieve the goal. Yeah. The other piece is time frame around it. Mm. So if you're... Um, if if you you go, I'm gonna do this by X date and give me enough time to kind of explore the mar market, do enough due diligence, and I have to pull the trigger by X date. Yep. If I don't pull the trigger by X date, it is definitely me. It's not the investment. Yep. And then another piece, which might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but limit your information intake. If you're mm. looking for an investment property and you're looking at a criteria of 50 things, you are never gonna get the perfect property. And when you do, it will be too expensive and the market will have moved. So just pick some key things, some key fundamentals and really limit them as to what looks good for you for an investment property. And this should come back to your goals. You know, what is the time frame when I want to be investing in this? Do I want to be active? Do I want to be passive? What is the tax treatment like? You know, it doesn't have to be this giant list. Limit your information intake. You can spend hours and hours and hours going through every single website, finding every single data point. It ain't going to help you. Yeah. The other piece with this as well is if you struggle to pull these, pull the trigger on these decisions, having people around you mm. who can support you. So maybe you've got a mentor, maybe you've got a mortgage broker, yep. maybe, maybe you've got a financial advisor, uh, maybe you've got a friend who's done it in the past, kind of talking to your spouse about whatever it is, build that kind of network or support system that'll help you go, this is probably a good idea. Yeah. And then pulling the trigger and getting on with it. 100%. Cool. So action for today. If that sounds like you, we've given you plenty of ideas yeah. to create an environment where it doesn't need to be you anymore. Because like I said, the opportunity cost of paralysis by analysis is substantial. Yep. 
Thank you very much for joining us. Please give us a sub, give us a review and a like, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Cheers.